Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Ready Break Radio has begun. I am Gabriel Morenci. Throwing it down to Ranger Ran at Cam Stewart. We've got a, a pretty busy show uh, today, or at least we've got a busy show planned uh, this <laughs> afternoon. Good plan. Well, that's right. All you can do is uh, hope for the best in the world in which uh, we live. Uh, but Mike Blewett will be joining us. Ricky Sanders talks uh, DFS. And, uh, an old friend of ours, Richard Garner, will check hey. in a bit, uh, later on. He, he hunted down Garner. Good stuff, Marenzi. That's and awesome. His thoughts on uh, the National Football League's uh, playoffs and uh, Final Four. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, ho- hopefully the championship uh, games will be better than these ones. Those games are dogs. I can't remember a playoff where, honestly, like when I'm, think- I'm thinking back year after year where like all games pretty well were subpar. We had, we had more, like every every week in the regular season, we had crazy endings, wicked games. It's been pretty uh, non-eventful, Gabe. Yeah, I, I, can, uh, I can't disagree with that. I stated that about wild card weekend. For the most part, it was pretty anticlimactic. And even some of the games that the, the scores appear to be close, they're really not as close as the yeah. score would indicate even, right? They're sort of late garbage points. Uh, but with all that being stated, and, you know, the National Football League always does this. Even though their television ratings were, like, sky high this year, their TV ratings were at an all-time high. Attendance is down, like, 2.5% or something. Like, attendance is dropping pretty much across the board. But what saves the National Football League is the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, they make so much money off the Super Bowl, and the ratings are so big for the Super Bowl. But even this year, seven of the top ten TV shows, like the – highest uh, 10 like ranked tv shows of the year were national football league games and yeah the playoffs are anticlimactic but people have been watching them and now it's sort of like the nba almost like the and i've said it for years the nfl is sort of trying to turn himself into the nba and it's it's almost there in a sense that you go through the playoffs and i said it all along these teams a lot of these teams are just wasting your time teams that make the wild card they don't make it like we talked about it cam five teams since 2013 that played in the wild card weekend have played in the conference championship game. So make it six years now because nobody that played wild card weekend will be playing in a conference championship game uh, this weekend. And it's hard to argue, you know, how good these matchups are and whatever the Super Bowl is, even though it's annoying with the Patriots potentially going to a Super Bowl, whatever, whatever Super Bowl matchup that, you know, that gets spit out here, Cam. It's going to be a massive, massive Super Bowl with massive ratings and high entertainment factor. 
Yeah, I agree with you. And if you look at the four remaining teams, the, the, the NFL probably got what they want. Patriots, sure, you hate them, but everyone knows, you know, you, you got to beat the champs. Yeah, you got to knock these guys off. They're always here, Morency, every year after year. It's the same old crap with these guys. But, hey, they get it done in the Chargers blue. Kansas City with Mahomes, most exciting young player. Then you got the Rams and all the electrifying players they have in that team. And, and the Saints, Kamara, Breeze, and the rest of them. You look at those final four. You know, Dallas has a nice fan base and all, but I'm, I'm sure the NFL is pretty happy with the matchups they got. And it's crazy. When these lines got announced last night, buddy, we had 3-57 and 57 across the board. Both games, exact same spread, exact same total. The only difference was the money line on Kansas City was 150, and the money line on the Saints was 170. That's other than that, spread and total the same. Yeah, you're right. And it's, it's, it actually has popped up to, to 3.5 at some spots right now. It depends on where you're betting it. There's threes. Um, with the Saints, and there's three and a halves. And it, it's, it surprised me a little bit, and I'm not stating that I know anything more than anyone else, but in my own personal opinion, I think it's it should be the opposite. I personally think the Chiefs are going to beat the New England Patriots. I'm pretty so confident that they will. So do and I. I think the Rams can beat the Saints. Like, I'm so not, do I. Uh, I think the Saints, actually, I'm not buying in. I'm not buying in. I think the Rams can go in there and beat these guys this weekend. I believe you. I know what? I agree with you 100%. I love what the Rams did, too. The emergence of C.J. Anderson, too, with Gurley. The guy, they've just been in that offensive line. You saw these guys. Gabe, one thing's one thing's for certain. Andrew Whitworth, when he played with the Bengals, they were a playoff team every year. Yep, like he's an call. under underrated guy. So, Whitworth, I talked right. to him. He leaves two years Galena. in a row. Yeah. Two Look years in now. a row, Bengals not in the playoffs. Good point. Yeah, so Whitworth's good, Haverstein, all those guys on the Rams line and the way they run the ball. Like, C.J. Anderson was six yards, and Dallas is a great front four. The guy's not getting hit till he's got, like, a five- or six-yard gain, and then he's taking it for 12. Like, he's a low center of gravity player, bowling ball. I'm happy for him, especially since he got cut. All he's done, Gabe, too, and we've been big proponents of him. Remember back in the day when we were working in the Toronto studio? I remember you talking. C.J. Anderson, we used to take him on our draft. Oh, yeah. He's so cheap. Me and you were like, why is this guy... What did he do? It's not like he, he has a bad attitude tickets. or anything. Yeah, he, he should send us tickets. <laughs> like we've been like nicer to him than anyone in in, in any Correct. Media. I remember like people used to laugh at me when I would break down Denver Bronco games. I'd be like, CJ Anderson will be the difference. And he always was. Like I talked about it uh over the weekend actually, or um I guess yesterday actually, I brought it up. Um you look at C.J. Anderson in the Super Bowl against the Carolina Panthers. He was their best offensive player. He was like the only offensive yep. player on the team. Great call. You know, he rushed for like 92 yards or something. I remember, man, because I had the Panthers. He popped off like a big 60-yard run. There were a couple of big first downs where like two, three Panthers were on him, and he still got the first down. I remember he won me a lot of money, too. Uh, that time, uh, Negranu uh, scoffed at my pick on OTR, the poker player. Landsberg asked me what my uh, my best bet of the week, and I said, upset special, Broncos beat the Patriots. They were only getting, like, three points. It was a Sunday night here. They are on their home field. Brock Osweiler was the quarterback, and everybody laughed. Oh, Osweiler's not beating Brady. The game went to overtime, and C.J. Anderson popped a big run uh, for a touchdown and won the game. The guy just has a knack for the end zone in big games, and he was injured. You know, that's what's what it was, Cam. He was injured. It's not like he, you know, he was really out of the league. He was just banged up. And, you know, he didn't get picked up, and the season just sort of went on. And, you know, the Rams, this that's brilliant general managing right there. That's that's good management that they picked this guy up. Yeah, no, and the thing is, I'm not sure if C.J. Anderson is the type of guy now in his career. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a perfect fit. 
You have a veteran team with a stud running back, and you talk about it, Morency, all the time. What's the problem with the Rams? Depth. So that at that one position, you actually have if Gurley went down, and we've seen since C.J. Anderson's been playing, the guy's been racking up yards, racking up yards per carry, yards, everything. He's been fantastic in all facets of the game, and I love that Rams offensive line. That's what you're going to do against New Orleans. Hey, sure, they had a couple tip balls that were picked off against Philadelphia. Philadelphia dominated those guys early in the game, and then the Saints woke up. You can't do that against the Rams. You're going to have to come out hot. If they get down 14-0 to the Rams, it's over. And I'm with you. you. I'm betting these games now. I'm betting, like, honestly, Marenzi, I'm not dicking around till line movement, whatever. I agree with you 100%. I've already bet Kansas City. My one book had it at 145 yeah, money line. Maybe the line will care. go up more. Maybe it'll I go don't up think to four. So. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think people will bet. I, I, I don't think it will go. go. I, with Kansas City, I think it'll go the other way. I think people know the NFL is a week-to-week business. Sure, they look good against, oh, yeah, the Chargers. Chargers didn't even show up in that game. They were pathetic. It was one of the most pathetic performances going. I'm telling you, Kansas City at home in that situation, night game, I think that actually the, the line might go to three and a half instead, instead of two and a half. I'm locking in Kansas City, and I'm with you on the Rams. If I, and on a teaser, KC plus four, Rams plus ten or ten and a half, I'm, I'm just locking it in. I just I don't even want to see wait for anything. That's what I'm doing. It's not nothing. My mind is not going to change. I've already thought about it all last night, this morning, everything. That's it's done. I'm I'm with you on Rams, Kansas City, individually teased. I don't even care which about would, the totals. Which would be the um, which would be a, a rematch of that Monday night uh, football game. Now, I'm a little pissed at myself in the sense that it man, I caught on to this early, dude. Like I swear, it was about two months ago. I said it's either the Rams or the or the Saints, and in the NFC, and we could have gotten both of them in like the plus four fifty range or so. The Rams are around plus three fifty or so, because uh, I I do believe that the NFC. I don't know. I think the Rams will win, but I think I've underestimated the Kansas City Chiefs a bit, and and Mahomes as well. He's not a rookie. He's a second year guy. His father was a major league baseball player. Played in the World Series. He's, he has it just, you know, he has it, uh, he has that it factor. He plays above his age, and that's a dangerous offense, that Kansas City offense. Like, he's pretty pretty much, I'm not going to say impossible to stop, but, I mean, it's sort of like Michael Jordan. All you really can do is just sort of hope to contain them. It's the angles that he throws on. He's impossible to sack this kid. He doesn't take off and run, but he he extends plays, and he finds wide receivers, they're, they're going to be a load to deal with. I don't think the Patriots can beat them. I think the Patriots, yep. I think reality will, uh, reality, you know, re- history repeats itself often in the National Football League, and we saw that with the Chargers, another Phillip Rivers Charger choke job. Um, you know, this is going to be a little bit different. Now they're on the road. The Patriots at home are a bitch to deal with. It's a little different on the road, man, and it's going to be cold, cold uh, next week. Uh, cold, cold in, uh, in Kansas City, Cam. I, I know Brady's got uh, experience in the cold, but yeah. it's viciously cold. I like the home team. I think the Patriots are in a tough spot next week. And Brady can cry all he wants, but nobody believed in him. He should shut yeah, up. They were four-point four favorites. Yeah, give me a break. I know. When your favorite's in a game, you don't get to worthy. cry about being oh, no yeah. believes in you. We're the underdogs. Oh, yeah, what was the other quote? People think we suck. No, no one thinks you suck, dude. No one thinks you suck. And another thing about cold weather games, sure, you've won a few of those cold weather games. Let's go back to that Raiders game. You were horrible in that t- tuck rule game, and you got and your team got a gift win when the Raiders should have absolutely they pummeled you in that game. And it was like 
I, I don't even like the Raiders. It's one of the worst officiated games, Gabe. And I'll tell you, I'm with you. D Ford in that Kansas City line at home in the cold. It's going to be hostile. Yeah, Brady, you might be lo- love the comforts at home. Good luck, because that Kansas City Chiefs uh, D-line, they got to, to Andrew Luck, and they can get to you too. That's the one thing about that team, that front four can get pressure, and I think they can knock Brady around, and once he gets hit, then things will really start to go well for the Chiefs. I'm all and, in on uh, here's a, Here's another, I guess they rotate every year, so I can't, I can't say, wow, here's the NFL screwing up again. I guess they rotate, but... You look at the temperature in Kansas City, 15 degrees, and uh, 15 degrees is minus 9. So 15 degrees minus 9, yeah. and it's supposed to get you know get worse. So it's going to be in between like minus 10 and 15 degrees here in this game. It's going to be pretty cold. Um, you know, the wind's going to be about 10 miles an hour. So it's, it's going to be cold, and they know it's going to be cold, but this is the late game at nighttime. So it's going to be even colder as the yep. day and as the night goes on. The early game is actually the same game, but I guess they they alternate every year. It's not they don't choose like one game or the other. I guess they just alternate. So can't really bitch about it. But it seems to me instead of alternating, it would make more sense for situations like this where they're going to say, "Listen, it's cold as hell in Kansas City, so at least let's play that one during the day." <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you well, you got this flex schedule and all the other things right for the Sunday nighters, so they're not like a joke. Why can't you just switch it? I'm, w- I'm with you. Like you, you have all the opportunity in the world. You know who's playing. You could just go. Dude, they were willing to reverse. make the, they were willing to make the Chargers play on. Uh, they were willing to Chargers play on on Monday. There was actually talk of that, of Saturday or Sunday. Because if the Chargers would have won and uh, um, and the Saints would have lost, the Rams would have been at home next Sunday, and then they would have had the Chargers play on like the Monday night. Oh yeah. So <laughs> they can't they can't say, oh yeah, we can't change things, right? You guys, you guys were willing to change stadiums. It's <laughs> like, a very good point. But good it point. is what it is, and it adds to it. It's going to be cold, but I do think the Chiefs are going to beat uh, New England, and that's not wishful thinking. I got, listen, I went a little lighter on the Chargers. You know, it was a screw yeah. job. I missed the teaser because they missed that stupid two-point I know. I know. For the tw- they, <laughs> they played so bad, Marenzi. I was thinking with you at the end, Galena and them, right? They don't they don't bet like me, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, come on, go for two. And they're like, what you? They're like, oh, the Chargers are getting killed, Cam. I go, no, no, the teaser's in play. I already won the sweetheart now, so at plus 17 or whatever, now give me this one, right? So, yeah, and if they got that two-point conversion, what a backdoor job that would have been. Both AFC games. <laughs> Both AFC games were teaser screw jobs. Same thing. Oh, Indianapolis hey, Colts score at the end. The yeah, guy? thanks What's for running a play, bro, at the end of the game. Oh, All right, here's a good idea. Let's 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 throw a hitch pass there, inbounds, and and then the guy's mosey on up like he's in a western. There, I'm like, you yeah, come on, get a playoff. It was unbelievable, Renzi. Like I was just he sitting sucked. there going, wow. He was actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you, yes. Andrew Luck's playoff performance and the way the balls were thrown, like, it's funny. Their defense actually played their asses off in the second half. They got they the did. ball back for them all the time. Like, people were like, oh, Kansas City dominated. Early they did, but the, the uh, Indianapolis defense, got, like, you know, they made plays on Mahomes, which is hard to do. That I, That's all on One the clock. Mahomes, Andrew though, Luck. Mahomes misses a lot of guys. He does. He's not he accurate. Does. Like, as much as, you know, we can yeah. gush over him, he's not very accurate. But what happens is, he freaking makes big plays, right? He so, sure does. That's the thing. It's like it's like oh yeah, he you know he one hopped it or he threw it over the guy's head on an eight yarder. But then the next play, it's you know he escapes certain sack and he throws it for thirty eight yards down the field. 
And it's just that little flick of the wrist, the weird little sidearm thing he's got going on. I think they're going to be a load to deal with. You brought it up, too. Good call. The uh, the defensive line of, uh, of KC. You, know, you talk about defenses, and KC's defense does give up passing yards. But they're also ahead a lot this year. So the, the numbers are a little yeah. skewed when it comes to the stats they give up. But their strength is speed, right? Yep. Like, they do get to the quarterback. Like, the, the Colts have a good old line, and they, they were getting to luck. They were... They were disrupting things. I think they will be able to get to Brady a bit, but I also said the same thing about the uh, the Chargers. But yeah. home field counts in the playoffs, guys. All right, Game Time Decisions continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. To live action, fellas. Great, great radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Gase had a press conference earlier today. He looks like a psychopath. Oh, he's <laughs> I know. He looks like a stooge, too. I know. Like. What are you doing? Enjoy it. And uh, yeah, I love this one, Brad. Yeah, hey, Jets. Yeah. So, ah, we wanted to get a guy who's great with quarterbacks. Like, okay. So you go but down the list. get Adam Gase. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what that, do, do people not remember? Jay Cutler, Adam Gase, eh, Tannehill, okay, whatever. Peyton Manning, it doesn't even matter. The guy was already a pro. Like, it's just, I look at this stuff and I'm like, really? So he's, he's the quarterback whisperer? Two out of three, two out of the three guys are, are, are like below average. So you know what? It's not cool. And you said it, man. This guy, good luck with that. <laughs> he looks insane. You're right. It's just like, I can understand fired up, but man, that was crazy. All these guys. You're right that like uh, like Adam Gase and Josh uh, Josh McDaniels and these dudes and they're like oh they were there with Tom Brady, he was there with you know uh, Sean McVay, he was there he was there and you know Adam Gase was oh he was there when Denver won the Super Bowl with with Peyton Manning, yeah, yeah Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl. Well, yeah. Gary Kubiak <laughs> won the Super Bowl. Not, like, not the Den- Vaughn Miller won the freaking <laughs> Super Bowl. Right? Great call. Denver's defense helped win the you know, Super Bowl. I know. It's, it's basically like um, thinking that Eddie Van Halen's roadie. It's like signing him to a record deal. It's like, oh, he was he was there. He was there when they they toured the world. Hey, gave he gave me two the guitars. Yeah, he's been there with Eddie Van Halen for twelve years. Yeah, as his roadie. Yeah, exactly. He could tune it up. He could do the sound check and crank out a couple Great. of tunes for you. Excellent sound and check. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of roadies will do, like the sound check, yeah. right? And yeah. they, you know, they know riffs. Like it's roadie riffs, right? Dun, 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 dun. Like they all got a couple of chops. Like they know the sound and stuff. So roadie it's like giving riffs. them a record deal. It's like, all right, a guy's been with Eddie Van Halen. Like, or it's a, you see, I, it's the same thing in MMA. Like, any guy from a gym that there's been a champion. It's like TriStar Montreal. Oh, this guy trains yeah. at TriStar. He's at George St. Pierre's there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he doesn't train with George St. Pierre. <laughs> he trains like, at George St. Pierre, that's, he, he owns that. the gym. He's there. He's training with other people on his level. You know what I mean? He's not training with everyone that's it's just like, there. It's such a like, he's, he's calling in other hot shots. Like, yeah, so it's just, you always hear that. Like, yeah. there's a lot of dudes. Like, there's a guy... Uh, 
um, Gian Volante. All right, he's a New Yorker. Gian Volante. He's Sounds like, like uh, he's, Gino he's at the same gym as Chris Weidman. Yep. And you always hear this. Trains with Chris Weidman. And it's always this, like, he gets, like, credit for it because he trains with Chris Weidman. He's not Chris Weidman. Yeah, you might train with Chris Weidman. That's like being on the same team with someone. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's guys, like, there's guys on the New York Giants that play with Saquon Barkley. They're not Saquon Barkley. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, because you're on the same team with Saquon Barkley doesn't mean you're as good as Saquon Barkley. It's always baffled me that. Oh, yeah, like, the, these coaches, he was there when. So what? You and I could be there. If you, you, you and I could be an assistant coach on a Patriots, stand there, you know, record something, just do our task, whatever they ask us to do. We're not, they're not not going to win because of you or me. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I know. Yeah, like, it's, not it. like, it's not like, oh, yeah, without Josh McDaniels, Tom Brady never would have, like, done that. Yeah, it's I know. Not, he would have like, figured Josh it out. McDaniels, you're lucky that you're here. You yeah, can here. attach your name to, like, exactly. your name. You get to use my name now. You know what I mean? That's all it comes down to. No, you said it, man. And all this McVay, oh, he's he knows McVay. He worked with McVay. He was with him. Well, you're not McVay. He's taking, he's the coach of the team. He's doing all this stuff. So, yeah, the NFL, it's like you talk about a coach. Yeah, for all we know, Cam, McVay stupid. thinks these guys are stooges. Yeah, he right? might say this guy was a horrible guy. Like, I yeah, you know, we're in the media. Guy, yeah, he was, he was sleeping. Yeah, he wasn't as good. Not I as good as the coaches I have now. That's why we exactly. let him go. You know exactly. I mean? He couldn't he even was so great. We would have, yeah, we would have made him like an offer, like to stay. <laughs> it's it's insane to me. It's almost like like the NFL should be at like the pinnacle this level. But when I look at the hiring, it's kind of like wow. They seem confused, or they believe this guy in college who had the worst defense in Division One football is actually be the right guy. Yeah, they, you sh- they another. Yeah, they're out of guys. It's, they're out they of do? guys. They're out of ideas. Like, it's just, you know, I really don't. I think it's not terrible in the sense that it's not just Rex Ryan over again. And, and oh, you know, Jeff Fisher put his name in the hat. And and these guys, I don't know, man, maybe Rex Ryan. We kept hearing a Rex Ryan. Uh, did my, Miami never hired a coach yet, right? No. Miami no. are the ones. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. Like, Rex Ryan's, like supposedly close to that job. Like, <laughs> you, you okay. <laughs> which just would just be pathetically comical that Adam Gase goes from the Dolphins to the Jets. Rex Ryan goes from the Jets to the Bills and then to the Dolphins. Like no wonder the Patriots keep winning every year. And, and from ESPN uh, Game Day with uh with Ponder yeah, yeah. and the rest of the crew there. That's what he's doing now, right? He's he got with, uh, Charles Woodson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no there's it. They all went offense. I think I saw something. 13, I think it's 13 of the last 15 coaches that have been hired in in the NFL have all been, like, uh, these offensive guys. It's very hard for a defensive guy to get hired right now, but I don't don't know, man. It's like the NFL is a copycat league, yet the whole thing is, too, the Rams haven't won a Super Bowl. (laughs) Like, McVay hasn't won anything. He's not even the top seed. It's like everyone's copying a dude that's never won. It's kind of a strange... Yeah, it's a strange phenomenon, and really, you know what the number one offense is and the trendiest offense in the National Football League is? The Kansas City Chiefs. And that's Andy Reid. He's no, like, young hotshot. <laughs> like, you know, it's like this, oh, young hotshot. Like, you don't need a young hotshot. Andy Reid's no, Andy Andy be been aggressive. doing it for you years. You need to be older. Just, exactly. I think what it is, though, Cam, it's older coaches just can't do it. 
I think this is like this is what it is. I don't think it's that. Hey, we love all these young guys so much and these offensive guys, but look at a guy like Bill O'Brien. He punts the ball. You know, Garrett. You go down the list, conservative, and and you know, look at uh, Schottenheimer. You know, the old guard, Schottenheimer's kid. Same thing. You know, old boy network. Yep. Tread, Schottenheimer. Guy thought it'd be a good idea. No, no, let's run the ball 54 yeah, times. Don't yeah, throw, even though we're down by 10, throws. coach. <laughs> yeah, know, Seven minutes left. Yeah, we're down by 10. No, no, we're going to break one soon. 60 yards yeah. to Baldwin. 35 to Lockett. Nah, I don't think so. No, no, yeah, no. It's no. Like, Two-yard uh, two runs, what I like. So, <laughs> at least I think these new coaches, I think the owners They'll of the take team more chances. Yeah, and the GMs actually I want that, let's go for it, let's stop being like the old guard. And these new dudes are going to do it. But the only thing is, yeah, whatever. Kingsbury might go for it, but he's still going to be four and twelve when it's all said and done. Or three and no, yeah, no I, and out of the guys, Gabe, and I, 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 I talked. The only reason I didn't like the Arians thing, I just said in the booth he was slacking, and maybe he didn't want to be a broadcaster. Maybe his head was wanted to be back in the thing. I was just telling it. That's how I saw it when he was getting hired for the games. He wasn't into it at all. He'd rather be somewhere else. Well, now you're in Tampa Bay, and I'll tell you something. I love the hires, like, out of all, like, the group of hires. Wilkes from Arizona got absolutely screwed. He latched on. He's he's with the Bucks now. And then you get Bulls and all these other. Like, I, I honestly, I want the Bucks to do well now. Just for what Arizona did to that guy, I almost, like, I wish him well. I think that was well, one, one of the team I'll agree with you. going. I can't disagree. I think, you're, I think you're right in that I don't know if there's a team that went – from because some of these other coaches got fired, but they weren't incompetent. They just weren't winning. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a difference. But I don't know if there's like an upgrade as much as there is to Arians from Dirk Cutter and that crew. From Todd Munkin and Dirk Cutter. Todd Munkin never had NFL experience. Was a Southern Mississippi head coach that was one and eleven and stuff. And Dirk Cutter, who's more of a college guy or a coordinator, I can live with. He's been a coordinator in the NFL. But they, they were just bad coaches. They didn't manage the team properly after every game. Remember, it was always a circus with Cutter. You know, it was the players' fault. I'm changing quarterbacks. Like, he, he changed quarterbacks in the game like six times. Then, you know, he said he would fire everybody, including himself. Like, after every week, it was a meltdown. I don't know what's going on here. I should fire myself. I suck. The team sucks. It was just like, that's not leadership, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're not making anything better, coach, here. You know, with your, your erratic behavior. And and then now you bring in Bruce Arians, credible. Todd Bowles, credible. Byron Leftwich, credible. David Wilkes, credible. Incredible. Like you said, like the players can't slack. They can't say, oh, our coaches are idiots. They have to buy in. They have to listen to what the coaches are going to scheme for them. And they should be able to do a pretty good job uh, with it. The question is, can Jameis Winston perform? That you know, and yeah, that's the first, that's the first warning shot was fired, Cam, when Bruce Arians was asked. So, what are your thoughts on Jameis Winston? He said, "I like him, but he's got to be much more responsible with the football. Can't turn it over as much as he does." So we know, like you know, he's sending a message: you got to be more responsible with the ball, and you got to be responsible off the field as well. Get in shape. Listen, Bruce Arians could, and Leftwood could save Winston's career. This is the last year of his contract, Cam. Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to be out of the league next year, but like teams are lining up, like, oh, well, nope. let's make Jameis Winston. Right? It's not like, oh, he's a, oh, let's, you know, Jameis Winston's going to be a free agent. Oh my God, if he, you know, he's going to be in the league still, but he plays well this year. He's getting a massive freaking contract. Stay out of trouble for a year, play really well, show up ripped instead of fat and hungover, and 
you'll get a big deal. You'll get the $25 million a year deal that all the other Stooges get. But if you show up to James Winston and you're sucking, don't think for a second Arians will put your ass on a bench and you're done. No, 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 and I, no I agree with you. Excellent points. I love, to, I love betting on players in their contract years, too. Arians knows Winston from the camp when he held a quarterback's camp. They actually know each other before Gabe when he's younger. You know that. So he's going to be, I think Arians is going to be like a no-nonsense guy, but a cool guy to deal with. Like, you know, you do your job, you improve, things will be good with him. If you don't, if you slack, he's going to come down on you. I just think this Tampa Bay team, with the moves that they've made early, out of all the clown moves that I've seen, out of all the teams so far that had the vacancies, they seem to be putting their package back. Uh, together best they have a lot of young players that are going to get better especially hargreaves in the secondary and a lot of these other guys yeah, they got talent very 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 exciting i think i'm i'm just telling you like just early 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 once those lines come out for season wins over if theirs is low i'm probably going to go over and we know the history of that division usually bad the, the worst team tends to do better too they go worst to first in that division the nfc south is just they have a history of doing that too i think there's a lot of upside for the bucks yeah there is uh all right, so game time decisions, uh, 844-843-6879. We'll take a couple of calls uh, throughout the program. We are busier uh, with guests today. Mike Blewett will be joining us, actually, uh, in a couple of minutes in the next segment. Uh, breaking news of the day, Kyler Murray declares uh, for the National Woo! Football Draft. Oklahoma quarterback has submitted his paperwork to turn pro and plans to enter the National Football League draft. Murray's informed the Oakland Athletics of his intention to follow his heart to the National Football League where many project him to be a first-round pick, says Adam Schefter. Um, yeah, you might project him to be a first-round pick. Doesn't mean he's going to be a good first-round pick. I have a feeling you're going to agree with me on this. He's not an NFL quarterback. He's too small. And I'm not one of these size guys, but he's yeah. too small. Well, the he's thing is, yes. Yeah, oh, here's the thing. People are like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's 6'1". Kyler yeah. Murray is 5'10". So no, Russell no, he's Wilson, not really five ten. It's a lot. He's like five, he's like five seven. No, really, no, 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 no. He's like five, five seven, seven and a half, five eight. Yes. Really? Okay. Well, yes. I thought it was five nine. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. That's he's way not. Too small. They're lying. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm not I'll saying you five seven. Five seven's a little extreme. No, right? five seven's way. No, he's got to be bigger than that game. I think he's five eight or five nine. But that's still people, incredible. People short. around Drew Brees is six feet tall. People around him have said there's no way in hell he's 5'9". And that's what they claim. And you know as well as I do, colleges always lie. Yeah, they do. Right? They do. They to, do. To benefit the player, like, Damn one right way or the do. other. Like, if a lineman's, like, really, really overweight, they're not going to say, yeah, he's 380. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, yeah, he's three, 357. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and if the quarterback's skinny and stuff, they're like, all right, kid, we're going to give, we're going to put, like, 15 pounds. Like, sometimes you'll see, like, these Matt quarterbacks. They're like, yeah, he's 6'2". 215. I'm like, this kid's not 215. He's like 185 pounds. Like, you know what I mean? But so they say, they say on this thing, on the official thing, they say he's 1.8 meters just in retrospect. So Tua is 1.85. Baker Mayfield's 1.85. Haskins is 1.91. I'd like to see them stand next to He can't other. be 1.8. He's got to be like 1.75 or 1.7. Like, that's, that seems high to me. Let's okay. Let's another. just, besides, let's just even, you know, whatever is high. He still can't play. It's the Big 12. I don't know. I guess they think he's the new Mahomes. That, you know, they're like, wow, look, we put all these points up in the Big 12. He runs around. And 
He's not Mahomes. Like Kyler Murray doesn't have the same instinct that Mahomes has. Here's here's the he's thing. Different. Gabe. He's just I, an athlete oh, that I, ran a system offense. I know. That's small. Look at the game against Alabama, dude. He took off on every play. The second, the second, like he couldn't. You know, passes were getting batted down left and right. He's too small, man. People like he's really, a great athlete. He's not a quarterback. You. He reminds people, me of Ryan and Tannehill. Like your people are getting fooled by uh, the flash. But, of but, him. but but people will draft him, Gabe, because of the foot speed. You think Lamar Jackson's fast? This guy's faster. Good point. You saw Good it. Point. He is, Good point. He is a he's a track star. That's Listen, the only I'm thing. I'm a fan cam of no, him. No, 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 no. I like to know this modern NFL. You if you're going to give these guys a chance, but I don't know if you're lost. He gets hit. He's hurt. Oh, I know that. And I, I know, I know. Here's the problem. Here's the problem why and I would Lamar Jackson will get hurt next year if he doesn't bulk up and stop running uh, around so much. Yes. Yes, he will. Hey, remember RG3? That's We talked yeah. about it before. The playoff game against Seattle, it ended his career. Let's move they back to They figured out Colin Kaepernick. It took two years. Yeah, but he was a gazelle. He was a gazelle. Yeah. I remember guys said. And Kaepernick's uh, tall. Like, the thing about Kaepernick, he was long and lean. And the thing was, he could. I like, think it was Chad Bailey. It was a big-time player. I think it was on the Broncos. And they played against him. He said after, he said, that's the fastest guy I've ever seen in my life on a football field. Like, he said, like, when Kaepernick ran past him, he was like, holy shit. Like, it's impossible wow. to stop this guy. And now Lamar Jackson's that guy. But Lamar sort of, you know, he doesn't run out of bounds. He doesn't, you know, he's got a lot to learn, Lamar. Listen, I, me personally, if you're, if you're Kyler Murray, he's going to make more money in football right now. He's going to well, get instant you know gratification from football, yeah. but he could be he could end up being a backup or getting hurt. I don't know. So, I'm not by, listen, I wouldn't draft him. If I'm running a team, I'm not drafting him. Yang sent me a picture with him and all the Heisman guys, and Kyler Murray, is, he's taller than Yang, but he's shorter than Tua and definitely shorter than Haskins. Yang sent us a picture. Do you get the picture from him? So Okay, and they're claiming I wonder how that they're all the same height. Image so no two is a little bit taller than Murray and Haskins is towers over all of them. He's barely tall. What's Yang? What are you, Yang? Because Kyler Murray is a couple inches taller than you. I'd say two nine. or three inches. You're five nine. Yeah, okay, on. so he is five ten then. He's got to be because he's about an inch or two taller than you. Two has got an inch on him, and Haskins has about three or four on you guys. It's with the picture that you sent. Anyway, here's the thing about Murray. Marenzi and me, I like, you know what? Here, he, he, his electrifying feet, that's why he'll go very, very high. His throwing accuracy needs a lot of work. And and, he, and you said, Marenzi, game management, you can't run in every play in the NFL despite being that fast because you take one hit, you're done. Too interesting small. prospect. Interesting prospect. Yeah, he looks very small. Too small. Too small. Hard to throw over that line. Charlie Ward's taller, man. Charlie Ward was too small, and Charlie Ward was a great basketball player. He was a better basketball player than football player. Charlie Ward, no, Charlie Ward was smart to play basketball. Hell of a career. He wouldn't have done that in the NFL. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844 844- 
843-6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fancy source, 24 hours a day. Our boy Yang is uh, set to shot. He DM. He should have put it over regular Twitter. Too. Oh, it's Twitter. amazing! What a picture! Oh, I know. It's the best picture ever. I, I'm jealous of Yang. You know, Yang. All the Heisman hopefuls there. Woo! You, that picture. Frame it. There's, Frame it. And in, in the next couple of years, it's going to be a combined like 180 million dollars in that picture. Yeah. Hopefully, like you, you know, you, you get a chunk yeah. of this somehow. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, I got one with poor, uh, Lamar Jackson as well. Poor, poor Yang. Oh, too. nice Yang. The only guy that won't be extremely rich in that picture in the next two years is Yang. I know. No, no, I'm not going to do though, Yang, because Marenzi's seen my house when I go on the morning show with awesome picture though. Yang. I'm going to get. I'm actually going to take the picture you sent me, Yang, frame it and put it up as art in my thing. Say, hey, there's our buddy Yang, our producer, yeah, 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 with no, all the Heisman guys. I got to put it in my. One of those room. guys is going to end up being a major star down the road, yep. Yang. And you say, yep. look, I met this guy before. Normally, I, I'm not. Normally, I'm like, ah, whatever. Like, I even I barely take pictures. I took a picture of Marshall Falk because I've always liked them. Uh, yeah. Hall of Famer, etc. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. I'm legitimately impressed with this picture. Like, it's an awesome picture, bro. Like, not you know, not a lot of people get to, dude. Not a lot of people are in the room with like these guys at one time. You're yeah. with three Heisman finalists at once. I know. So yeah. got, I got another picture. You're, with, you're, uh, with you got a picture. Yang's got a picture here, arm in arm. They actually look happy to be with him too. Like, they, they do. They're like, happy. we like meeting Yang. Yeah, yeah, cool? like, uh, Dwayne Haskins, Tua, and and Kyler Murray. Awesome picture. picture. They're all Great grinning. Picture. They're all very happy. And Haskins is clearly the biggest one. Definitely. Who was like, uh, you know, Murray's not like, Mur- and you say, how tall are you, Yang? I'm 5'9". Uh, 5'9". Five nine. Five nine. Yeah. That, that would make know, Murray 5'11". I, I think that's like Yang. I think Yang's lying about his height. <laughs> <laughs> it's like college. Like Yang. Like, yeah, yeah, Tyler Murray's taller than you are, Yang. Yeah, yeah by two, two inches, inch. three inches. Yeah, you got me by. Well, well, I'd say two. Spanish, Spanish Harlem University. Uh, they yeah. were pumping Yang's height up. Uh, height up. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Six feet. <laughs> Spanish Harlem High School. Well, if you're five nine, Yang, Yang, Yang Kyler Murray's six one because he looks about two or two inches or taller than you, right? Two or three. Yeah, yeah but it's tough I to am. tell with him and Tua because they both have hair. Like, uh, yeah, they got some five, yeah. spiked up. I give myself. Yang's five, got a two eight, gun. A five eight. Okay. Let's bring in uh, Mike Blewett. Mike Blewett. Yeah, yeah, great, yeah. great picture though, Yang. Awesome picture. Excellent picture. To be fair, guys, Spanish Harlem University is the is the Harvard of Spanish Harlem. Yeah, it is. And we were talking about how colleges colleges always lie about players' heights or weights. They sure all do. Right? There's no way he. There's no way he's five eleven. No, 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 no. No, he's five no, nine. They're not saying. They're saying five, he's ten. five nine. Tom. They say they say Kyler Murray's five nine. What are they What, what are they officially okay. saying? Five ten. No, they say five uh, in his uh, thing, five, t- t- five ten. I think. Let me go back to it again. I think it's five ten or five eleven. They think, which is that's nonsense. He's not five eleven. Yeah, got to take an inch and a half off of the listing. I would say. Yeah. So they say he's five ten. Didn't they say Charles Barkley was six eight at Auburn, and then he was really six yeah. six, right? Yeah, exactly. Not, not even. Yeah, what you're saying he's six, not six on a good day. 
So, <laughs> so yeah, it says here one point. Okay, so Kyler Murray one point eight. They have him listed as five. He's 10. listed as five. They 10. have him five ten. That's his official listing. No way. One ninety five. He doesn't look one ninety five to me either. No, he looks about a buck eighty. Tops, tops. So I know. Wait, Morenci. I guess that game well at carnivals and stuff. No, he's not one ninety five. The Oakland no Athletics. Uh, Oakland Athletics. Uh, met with him. I guess it didn't help. Uh, there was a report that he told them he wanted $15 million not to play football. They already gave him 4.6. And yeah. he took the 4.6. Now, yeah. there's no guarantee, right? I mean, they knew he was a football player. And yeah. this is pretty crazy. Lincoln Riley, the head coach of Oklahoma, told him before the year started, what are you doing? Like he said, you shouldn't even yeah. be playing this year for us. And that was Riley. You know, that's why people like Riley. He's actually got the kid's best interest at heart. He goes, you're nuts. And he told him, you're richer than I am. He said, you have more You got. You just have more money than I got, $4.6 He said, son, you, why would you play football? He said, go enter their system. Just leave. Go. And he said, no, no, I want to play football here for you. So he did. And now here he is. So he's supposed to be told $15 million to Oakland. Oakland can't do it. They can't even do it. They already signed the deal. Like, the deal's done. They'd be breaking the rules. He can't just make up, like, hey, um, like, he's a rookie. So there's, like, there's guidelines and stuff as a draft pick and what they can do. They could get creative. Supposedly Major League Baseball told him that he would be the most famous guy in baseball. And, the, and they actually sent one of someone from MLB marketing to the meeting. Uh, but here he enters the draft. And I don't see it, Mike. I don't see it. Now, listen, I'm not always right about quarterbacks coming into the NFL, so it's not like I'm the be-all that end-all, but I, I, don't, I don't see him as a big-time NFL quarterback personally. No. So I'd say there's two things. First of all, he steps up on stage at Indianapolis at the Combine, and they announce the reading over the loudspeaker, and it's 5-9-something. The air is going to go out of the room. So you could say, well – it's a different time, uh, and maybe there's an opportunity for quarterbacks who are smaller to be more successful. I would actually concede that point, but that is particularly small. And assuming that he's the next Russell Wilson is out of bounds for me. I think it's a ridiculous, lofty comparison to make. Now, on the other side of things, with him being a Big 12 quarterback, where there previously were doubts about those guys. I think we've seen, particularly this year with Pat Mahomes and Baker Mayfield, that there's a shift in the way things are moving and the way offense is being played in particular. So I do think if he's tall enough, somebody's going to take a shot on People have taken shots on Christian Ponder, E.J. Manuel, uh, Tebow, Whedon, down the line of guys. I would take a shot really on him, business. but I wouldn't take him in the first round. And the thing is, he's not going to be there too long. So that's my He will go because of foot speed. Exactly. He will be like, in the first round. If he was there in the fourth round or something, I'd say, man, take but, this but kid because yeah. it's all or nothing. Yeah. And Russell Wilson was drafted in the third yeah. round. Dude, it's, it's boomer right. bust for this kid. He's either going to be a phenom right. and, holy God, like this kid really is just fast. and Or it's going to be like, whoa, you know, back to baseball for you. Right, but people people are going to start making comparisons like, oh, maybe he's the next Mahomes. Nobody's the next Mahomes. The guy is a total freak of nature with his arm talent and arm strength and ability. There are very very few people on earth that possess that kind of talent. I know, he's, but I, I, I hear you, Mike. One. But one thing I'll say: there's also very very few people on earth that can win the Heisman Trophy 
and be drafted ninth overall by a major league baseball team. So totally, totally agree. You know what I'm saying but like he's got some super specific... super stuff too. Absolutely, and I think his super talents would probably show out more as a baseball player. But let's concede the fact that he wants to try to play football, and that somebody let's just say somebody I'll concede does the take fact I've never him. seen him play baseball, so I don't know. <laughs> People ask right. me, he's good baseball. I'm like, I don't know. I guess it's as crazy as it sounds, well. Gabe. They might he might not be a quarterback in the NFL. They might try to turn him into a like. Well, that's the thing, and we think you, about then, it. Then think about the guys they tried. No, 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 exactly. I'm thinking the same thing. You can sort of have them. You know what's funny, um, of all people, your guy, um, Antoine Randall-L. Was it you, Mike, that brought this up to me? Somebody brought it up to me this morning. I haven't recently, but he was Okay, it was Alex the Steeler fan. Alex the Steeler fan. uh, Chief of Staff. Corey's Chief of Staff. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Can't believe now we're saying that seriously. Like chief of staff, like chief, chief of staff. Yeah, How does he have a staff? he's not even a mayor. I love it. You guys create people. Are, are you a mayor? A <laughs> he's the mayor. He's the mayor of Harlem. He's got a chief of staff now. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't even go to Spanish Harlem University. So how credible yeah, that's a mayor? Yang. That's Yang. That's Yang. Corey, Corey. I'm talking about Parson. Corey. Corey claims that he's a student too. Which I'm I saying he couldn't even get into Spanish Harlem University. Yeah. I was like, I get to be mayor. So, SHU. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, we should make uh, make hoodies up. Yang, you do it up. You'll make some money. But I was going to say, yeah, so Alex was telling me he's a big Steeler fan, and I brought this up earlier today when I saw Kyler Murray declared. I was like, man, this guy's – or it was right before he, I knew he was going to declare. I was like, man, I don't know what he's doing, but I get it. You know, I understand. But uh, Antoine Randall L. actually did an interview in which he stated – he said, I don't know Kyler Murray, but I would tell him, don't fall for the flash of football. Go play baseball. And yeah. it, I'm, why he's the example is very similar body type. Um, yes. Antoine Randall, you remember him, Cam? Great quarterback oh. with the Indiana Hoosiers. Indiana Hoosiers, yeah. Right. In the Super Bowl. He's actually, yeah. yeah. He's actually an yes, inch bigger than the Super Bowl. MVP. Was he the MVP? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, huge play against the Seahawks. Oh, Hines was, yeah, but he has two Hines Ward who won the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, he also had a big return in that game, too. He had a big punt return, I think, too. Yes, he did. Yeah, he had a big game. Um, But he was drafted high by the Cubs as well. People don't realize it. Same thing. He was like a first or second round pick of the Cubs. And same thing. He could have played baseball. And he says right now he can't walk up a flight of stairs. Uh, that he's got, like, he needs multiple surgeries and blah, blah. His hips are screwed. I mean, screwed, that, guy played special, that, guy had a, that guy had a, probably a 10-year career and played special teams throughout all of it. So I'm yeah. sure he's really And he good. said he yep. made less money than he would have in baseball. So he yeah. added it up. He goes, when I look back, and he goes, I would, I would do it differently. Not, oh, I won a Super Bowl, and I was on the Pittsburgh Steelers for eight years. He's like, no, no, I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> he says, I yeah. would not do it. He goes, I made a big mistake. And he goes, I'm telling Kyler Murray, if you're listening to this, play baseball. Let me let me make one counterpoint on it, though. Let's just say, for argument's sake, somebody does take a shot on Kyler Murray in the first round, mid-first round. He's going to bank from that a guaranteed $15 million and maybe a little thing. bit more with some yep. incentives in that four-year contract. Say he plays well, they pick up it's a It's interesting you option. say that because that's There's the another number that he supposedly million. told the A's that he wanted. Yeah, that's, right. 15 million. that's right. That's a, that, in 2019, that will be 
the, the amount of guaranteed money that a mid first round pick will get be about 15 guaranteed. So let's just say he does that in this NFL, obviously quarterbacks aren't getting touched as much. I'd say Antoine Randall L is right because he played especially especially with a kick returner, a quarterback in today's NFL does not take the beating that they once took and certainly doesn't take the beating of a position player. So, from a money standpoint, while Kyler Murray could obviously make more as a baseball player, he could still, if he got a second contract in the NFL, that's generational wealth. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. That's too much. That's why I can't judge him for what he's doing. That's a nine-figure contract if he gets to Because it's easy for us. In the NFL. They, that, that chick that got suspended that said, oh, he's a spoiled brat. I hope he gets injured and blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. There was a reporter that covers the A's that it's called crazy. him that. It took me and, two tweets to figure out she was nuts. Yeah, yeah. The kid, though, he's got to think about himself. He's this big talent. He's got to maximize the money out of it. I get it. Um, and I don't hold it against him that always oh, screw in the A's because the A's knew he was a football player, right? Of like the, the, Yeah, you knew. And I swear, Marshall Falk called this like two months ago. He said, Kyler Murray's going to play football. He, said, he did. Just, he did yeah, say remember? That. He said, yeah, he won't play baseball. He'll fall for the football trap. And it's funny because it turned out Marshall Falk could have played baseball, too. And uh, Marshall said it was boring. Marshall was a center fielder, too. And he said, yeah, you just stand out there and daydream. And you know what I mean? It just gets boring. Not like the action of football or being a quarterback. Marshall basically said, yeah, Marshall said, wait till people start talking to him about being a quarterback in the NFL. You'll see. Yeah, at and the time, I didn't good think points. that he was going to do it. Listen, I didn't think Baker Mayfield would be this good. And, I, and that's, I've always believed this. I've always, and listen, I've always been a proponent of the dual threat quarterback and these guys getting a chance. I've always said if they can do it in college, why couldn't they do it in the NFL? All right? Like, so I've been, like, I was a big Lamar Jackson guy. Yeah. I wasn't sold on Baker, but it's the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Deshaun Watson is successful. Baker Mayfield's been successful. Lamar Jackson was successful. Colin McAppernick was successful. Why couldn't he be successful? So I could see why others and, and Gabe, see this in him. Murray Holmes is faster than all those guys. It's not even debatable. On grass, he's faster. Imagine this guy on turf. That's the thing. We, he, he needs to work on his accuracy. He can't throw the ball over the line. Like he's gonna say, Every play would have to be yeah. a rollout, and yeah. teams are going to catch on. Yeah, but Cam, and Cam, at his size... He, he can't be a dual-threat guy at the next level. The other guys, Baker isn't playing a dual-threat role. Pat Mahomes gave you even nope. said it yesterday. He doesn't really run no, that He doesn't up. run. It's, nope. it's staying in the pocket. I mean, Murray can scramble a little bit maybe, and that's where his speed shows up. But if he starts getting out in the open like Lamar Jackson was, oh, he'll get killed. He'll get so, yeah, I know. That's the thing. That's what when Gabe and I talked about it with the RG3 when he put in that playoff game against Seattle. It, that 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 did that did him in for good, but I'm saying though, what, 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 Antoine Randall L went in the second round, 62nd pick overall. Where, where's Murray gonna go? Like, there there's no way, Gabe, that like he will be a he'll somebody will draft him in the first round. If he's That's available right. after 15, you know, he will, somebody is, will take him. It's one thing when the media is gushing over you; it's another thing in a reality check. So, is he better than Dwayne Haskins? Who has more upside? Right, Haskins. Haskins. Do you want, oh, Haskins. You want Kyler Murray? Haskins. Haskins. Yeah, Haskins. Yeah. Do you want him? You want Kyler Murray or Drew Locke? I want Locke because he can throw the ball better. That's all. He, he puts the balls in windows. You know, Murray will get drafted thing. because it's simply because of speed. 
They've never seen speed like that before. He's faster it's than Lamar like, Jackson. It's sort of like being a presidential. Like you see now the Democrats, every day there's like a new contender. You know, oh, I'm going to run for president. It all sounds yeah. good, you know, when you're alone. You know, it's just, I could be president. I could, uh, I could well, at least win a Democratic nomination and blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but you're not the only one trying, right? So, like, the world's about Kyler Murray right now, and the media's about Kyler Murray right now. But the reality, like you said, Mike, will be at the combine, which you'll probably skip, which will lead more to more, you yeah, know, question marks. And, yeah. No, if I'm him, I'm not going to the You can't go to the combine. You're going to get exposed. So you can't. It'll blow. You know it'll I mean? blow Unless you're suddenly going to grow three inches chance, yeah. and put on thirty pounds. Yeah, I I, I totally concur. I, I think it's risky. If I'm a team, I'm looking at the other QBs there to a certain extent. Yeah, you could take a shot on Murray, but I wouldn't want him as a first round pick. I don't think. Now the interesting thing and the interesting dance now is that the way. The NFL draft is structured and these rookie contracts are structured is there, there is a reason beyond poor evaluation that quarterbacks push into the first round. It's because first round picks have a 50 year option. So you have an extra year of team control. For example, we saw the Steelers and all the hemming and hawing that happened with the Le'Veon Bell nonsense. It started so early in his career because he was a second round pick after four years, they needed to make a decision. With a lot of times with these quarterbacks, we saw this with Bortles, the team not only exercised the 50-year option, but put an extension on it to smooth out the money to sign extra free agents. It gives you more control, which is a, a motivator to pick a quarterback in the first round as opposed to waiting to the second round. If you don't think he's that talented, then you wait to the third or fourth, but it mo- you're motivated to pick one in the first round for team control purposes. Mike, blow it. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Always a pleasure. Take care, Mike. All right, guys. All right, talk to you soon. Good stuff with uh, Mike Blue and Kyler Murray talk. Didn't even get into the NFL, but uh, you can hear Mike <laughs> talk NFL uh, right on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every Sunday. Unless he's staying for two segments, but I think he's just doing one, right? So uh, He got Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. The producer to the celebrity gang. <laughs> Throwing it down. Good job. Hour one done. Um, I throw out a poll question, so... This, this poll question will pretty much determine Kyler Murray's future. Because what we say and what people on my Twitter feed say clearly is be all and end all, right? So we are determining Kyler Murray's future right now, uh, whether he will be good or not. Uh, we just threw the question out there. Other sources. No, we've only got four votes already pretty quick. All right, so do you think Kyler Murray will be an NFL star or should he play a baseball? Um. Zero percent say superstar. Hundred percent are saying too small uh, right now. So, um, oh, somebody said in between. Yeah, I should have added that actually. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, this is great, Yag. Check out uh, Twitter. Oh, yeah. White hair. <laughs> University House, Spanish Harlem. Yang. Check out my Twitter, Yang. I just retweeted it. What's Twitter's Yang's tweet here? Uh, New York Mindset TV. NY Mindset TV. All right. New York Mindset Yang's got, yeah, Yang's TV. got New York Mindset. Wow. Great shot of you, Yang, in the suit here. <laughs> you look like that guy Jorge Ramos who's like the guy from Univision he's always bitching about stuff you know <laughs> the Yang's the dean what chancellor great great job uh, Jesse I think I look pretty good cool with uh, some pee on there right? uh, says why can't Kyler Murray play both baseball and uh and football. And it's funny because Oakland told him the NFL teams won't go for this. He's too small. No. Like, bro, it's different if you're a big dude. And I, I don't think anyone will go for it in today's day and age because of the money now. No. Like, in, in the old days, you couldn't really tell the guy. Yeah, it was different, right? Poe was different, but I don't see this guy be getting away with playing both sports. I mean, who the hell does he think no he way. is? Come on. Quarterback? <laughs> no. No. It's not happening. It's crazy to think, Bo, eh, that, like, Deion Sanders played, like, in a football game in the World Series in the same day. <laughs> I know. That, it's awesome. I'm, no I know way they would allow that it's wicked. Nobody would allow oh, that God, now. no. Nope. They'd be like, you're crazy. Especially the baseball team. Because the baseball yeah. team would have a huge investment in a guaranteed contract in a guy, and they would just know he was going to get hurt. The, the, Why did the A's yeah. draft him if they knew this was going to happen? Like, that's the whole thing, too. I mean, they drafted didn't, him. In, didn't it cross their mind? Before that, football season. I know, but it didn't cross their mind. And, you know, this kid's going to be the star quarterback of the Oklahoma Sooners. Everyone knew their offense was going to be good again. And it's not like it was a shock, right? I mean, well, did sure they Scott think, Boyle oh, no, there's no way he's going to play football? Well, Scott Boris is his agent. I'm sure he thought he was going to play baseball. Yeah, I like, guess. Why, why I don't would know. they I guess turn down that kind of money? The contract isn't a contract anymore, I guess, right? That's the thing. I mean, the kid's signed so. deal to play baseball. What's he got for still three he's, days? He's still got. He's got three he, days. He might just say, "Screw this." Everyone's saying you're too. He, he for baseball, he could go back to. He's got seventy-two hours to make a final decision. Is that right, Mike? Uh, that's a good question. I, I think I did read something along those lines. I have to. I have to double check it. But he basically he, he's also, smart. He's smart. He's guy's a breeze genius. He's playing both sides because if they go, hey, he's going to be a projected. Uh, uh, you know, top ten pick or whatever first round exactly. in the NFL, then 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 Oakland's gonna have to uh, still like pay college more right? dough. Let's just say That's he the reason this is all like, happening. He could still go to the A's. He could say, "All right, all right." Damn right, he can. They'd be pissed yes. off for a week or two, yeah. but they'd be like, "All right, kid, just report to A ball." You know what I mean? Like, by the way, you also think is, if you're Kyler Murray, you're thinking the that media's helping him, and I know he got the money, but if you're Kyler Murray, you're thinking, "All right." I could either live this glamour here of the NFL combine and the NFL for the next couple of years, get ten, you know, get twelve, fifteen, seventeen million dollars out of this, or I'm going to be reporting to Bakersfield, California next week. You know, like it's reality settling in here, and no one gets. By the way, Gabe, dude, it takes years thing, to get to Major League thing. Baseball. Look at Vladimir Guerrero Jr. The guy's crushing sixty home runs a year, and he still he has to wait two years to go. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And and now, you know, the free agency market isn't what it once was, but in baseball. But also, you don't get Scott Boris at your as your agent unless you have nine figure earning potential. 
So Scott Boris isn't stupid. He knows who Kyler Murray, what kind of an asset Kyler Murray is. Nine figures. That's a good point. That's his potential. Scott Boris, guys. He doesn't sign guys because ah, one day he might make a major league roster and, and make and knock out twenty five yeah. million bucks. That's not how you get Scott Boris to be your agent. I would play baseball if I was him. You know, it's you're you're lucky enough that you're able to play baseball. You got to look at it like that. Well, like to me, I like what you NFL said. Cam, you, the the yeah. NFL is just full of guys that can't play basketball. They can't be in the NBA. You ask any NFL player, not, not any other them, like. Yeah. Odell Beckham's made money, but whatever. Odell Be- Odell Beckham has less money than Tristan Thompson does. Like, how, how's that? Oh, how'd that work out for you, and Gabe, you know And, Gabe, I mean? you, you talked to a lot of football players when you used to do the night show and you had all, remember, Dick and all these other guys. They'll tell you at the end of their careers, God, I could barely walk. It's hard to get out of bed. At least baseball, will be, it'll be harder when you're older. They all regret still have playing. The ability, yes, a lot of the, yes, yes. <laughs> Very, like a high percentage. <laughs> of like, I can't believe I, I didn't leave the game there. Why did I play? I can't move. You know? Like, come on. Brian baseball, Jordan was the have... safety. Brian yeah. Jordan was a safety Senior on the Atlanta Falcons for like three, four years. He had a good NFL yep. career. He was making like $2 million a year at the time, which, you know, it's like 20 years ago or something. He was a really he, good You know, he had a player. six... Yeah, he had a successful NFL career. And he went to the Braves, the camp, and they were like, dude, yeah, you can play. You're good. And they're like, no, no, we mean you can play play. Like, you can be our center fielder. And he quit football. I was, I asked him. I interviewed him. I asked him. I said, so was it tough? Was it a decision? He said, yeah. He said, football's a rush, right? He goes, it is exhilarating, and there's, a, there's an aura about it. But he said it's a no-brainer, man. He said baseball life, and he started – he goes, I don't get hit. He goes, I bat a couple of times a game, catch some balls. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he was like, he loved it. He was like – and the contract's guaranteed. Like, he was – the contract's guaranteed. It's a no-freaking-brainer, guys. Like, come on. You start using common sense. It, it leads you to baseball pretty quickly. It does. Yeah. It's the common sense choice is baseball. Yeah, well, the real choice yeah. is NBA, but NBA is the hardest league to make. Yeah, Kyler, Kyler's not going to make it there. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, we're talking no, about no, Charlie, no, no. Ward. Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward was 6'2". He's 5'9". He's I, yeah, I bet on, you man. Kyler Murray's a good basketball player, too. <laughs> I bet he is, too. Sure, like, like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he could probably, yeah, he's probably a good three-point shooter and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, I guarantee it. Quick is, you know, he's, I bet he's fast. He's super free. Real fast. Yeah, he is. All right. Uh, so Mike blew it with us. Uh, not the best connection we've ever had uh, before. Every time you move, Sorry, Mike, just like, I'm serious. Where, where, what, are you, what are you doing? What's going on? Where are you? I don't know. I, I'm, not, I, I'm just getting in some exercises while I'm, while I'm on the phone. I'm kidding. I'm, I don't know. I, I, I have the microphone as close to my mouth as possible. I, should, I, I wish. I, I have the microphone next to my face now. Hopefully that improves. All right. Yeah, we're just getting some weird static and stuff, but it's all right. I did a bunch yeah. of videos. Yeah. And there's a hole in my pants. It says right Spanish Harlem guy. <laughs> Harlem University producer. He's got need to upgrade. Hole in my pants. It's not a problem. It depends where the hole is. Yeah, yeah no, I was going to say, normally I'd be like, come on, Yang. But no, no, I know it's Mike. It's not Yang's fault. No, Yang's on fire. Uh, Yang's on fire. Yeah, yeah, Yang's throwing a no-hitter today. Where was the hole in your yeah. pants? Right in the crotch. Runner. Oh, crotch. Oh, crotch hole. No. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It doesn't <laughs> right in the it wouldn't crotch. matter if it was just a video, but it's for Will Hill, right? Like, 
Yeah, football in the groin. Yeah, I got it. But it's a little hole, but people seem to notice. I don't know why they're all looking at my crotch, uh, but yeah, that's another good point. Why are you looking at your junk anyway? But uh, yeah, you got to refilm that. You don't want a hole in your crotch. Uh, that's that's oh. enough, Kyler Murray, uh, for now. So we'll get back to the. Yeah, I agree. And, um, <laughs> so what do you think? Who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl, Mike? Well, Vegas has a has the lines as sharp as you can get, right? They're just uh, whoever you think is going to win. Um, I, I said for a while now, I, I didn't think the Chiefs were going to be able – I thought the Pats were putting themselves in a position to be able to beat the Chiefs specifically and run the ball down their throats. I'll take the Pats uh, in the AFC, and I'll, I'll go with the Saints in the NFC. But I said to you this morning, Gabe, the thing that really worries me is that we saw in two different occasions yesterday Drew Brees miss on long throws that both would have been touchdowns. That has to be a major concern that he was not able to hit – those passes and people are going to look back at that game where they won 45 35 a few a few weeks back or you know almost two three months ago um that's a tie game in the fourth quarter on the road i I think the rams have enough to deal with it i just had concerns about the way their defensive backfield is playing right now even with the big names that are on it uh the um the people are speaking here um they're saying you should play baseball 72 percent people saying he's too small uh, 28% say he'll be a star in the National Football League. Uh, yeah, Drew Brees, and this is something that's been going on, and I don't know if you brought it up this morning, Mike, actually, that uh, yeah. later, late in the season, right, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, older quarterbacks, their arm maybe is a little bit worn out. Yeah, the numbers are consistent. They're not. Brady well, look, if you look yesterday. at Drew Brees from a fantasy perspective, yeah. dude, there was four four weeks in a row, he th- or five weeks in a row, there was 203 yards or less, dude. Down, down the stretch in the final month of the season. And they ran the ball a lot. So I would imagine, they, I think you're on to something, Mike, that Sean Payton, who's a smart guy, probably knows and figured, man, I got to save Drew's arm. Like, his arm's getting worn out here. I got to run the ball more down the stretch. And, and they did. I still I still believe, too, they don't have a number two wide receiver. I know Kirkwood made the, you know, Kirkwood makes some catches, but the guy was on the practice roster earlier this year. And, you know, Traquan Smith is inconsistent. You double-team, and this is the secondary of the Eagles, who's not great, right? You're able to double-team Thomas, and you really take, you put a lot of pressure on Breeze. And I noticed they're, they're under a little bit of pressure here. Breeze is not mobile, so if you get pressure on him, he gets the passes batted down at the line as well sometimes. You know, they're, there's, to me, the Saints, they're beatable. And I thought that, you know, they're going to be yeah. a possible beat on their home field, but... If there's one team that can beat them, it's the Rams. Like they, this is this is the Cormier, John Jones, the Ali Fraser of the NFC, uh, so to speak. I mean, they've got the tools to do it. And C.J. Anderson, Cam brought it up earlier. You brought it up, Cam. Guy's a difference maker now. Before it was just like, well, all right, they got Gurley on the field. They're going to give it to Gurley, or they're going to throw the ball. Now it's like Gurley's refreshed, and then you got Anderson, who's a bowling ball, the load to deal with. It gives them a different dynamic to their offense. It really does. Go ahead, Cam. I like to hear your opinions. Well, it sounds like Mike uh, just uh, – okay. are you there, Cam? No, d- uh, cool. yeah. yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mike. Go ahead, Mike, uh, yeah, yeah, you're getting worse, Mike. Like, what's going on? I <laughs> sound am? Like Aquaman. Sounds Sorry. like you're a uh, – sounds like, like you're, sounds you're cool. a robot. Yeah, you just got shut okay. down. Yeah, yeah it was a woo, 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 woo. Yeah, you went woo. Sorry, guys. Sorry. So, um, so um, I, I – Look, I, I I absolutely think they're in trouble. Uh, the the way yep. Breeze played yesterday, Taysom Hill throws a seed for a touchdown, and Breeze can't hit two of those. 
pass. That's a great point, Mike. The first yeah, play know, of the game. The first play of the game to touch throwing darts. <laughs> I know. It's true. It's true. Like, uh, hey, but Bree, the thing the thing about also the, the Saints, I was telling Gabe, they can't you, you can't go down 14 nothing to the Rams. That that first quarter, the way they played in that game at Jungle, yeah. the Rams have uh, the ability to put you. That's the Eagles. They can, they, Their offense is a hell of a lot worse than the Rams' offense. They're right, so Cam. You can't be but in I'll that type of situation, man. You can't be cold. Gotta come out Confidence here. is massive, and the Rams, they weren't 100% healthy when they went into that game. They, it was a couple of weeks after that Chief game that they played on Monday Night Football. They really True. did drain them. That people don't realize, like the Chiefs and the Rams took them a couple of weeks. Like, they were so good, they still won games, but that was a serious fight, man, that game. All right? That was an emotional, crazy game. Um, also, in- so big I think injury the Rams, for the Saints, too, Gabe, uh, they lose Sheldon Rankins. The nose tackle, Huge. which is going Huge. to downgrade the defensive line in a big way. So if they're still alternating between alternating between Anderson and Gurley, it's going to be a problem for the Saints. They have uh, they have the motivation of losing, which you know it's not like oh it's a revenge game yeah. because oh they you know, obviously both teams want to win as much as the other when it, there's a trip to the Super Bowl on the line, but. It gives them a little bit of an edge, I think, the Rams, in the sense that they watch the tape again. They know what, you know, they were worn out. They know that they're as good as this football team. And I think the confidence factor comes in when they watch the tape of the Eagles game. And they watch the tape of the last, I mean, if we know this, McVay's smarter than we are. He knows everything, too. So he's going to know. Drew Brees is getting tired, guys. He's worn out. We're going to double-team Thomas. Yep. The same, the, the, Sean McVay is going to see the vulnerability, and the Ram player is going to see the vulnerability watching the Eagles hang with these guys like and, they and, did. And Morency, think about the Chargers earlier before they got knocked out. Revenge spot versus the Ravens for that. They had a wicked game plan the second time around when they watched. I know it was a flat spot, but you know what I mean? Take a look at what they did to, in Baltimore in, the, in that game the second time around when they got dusted the first game. I, I, I think a lot of things point to the Rams. And you're giving Wade Phillips a second crack at it. Think of that, too. Yep. Uh, and they're, yep, yep. I'm um, looking forward to it. And then we got the Patriots. Patriots and the Chiefs, and I brought it up earlier. I think it might be my get off of my lawn tomorrow, actually, just because Brady annoys me so much. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's playing the, the underdog. Well, the underdogs. No I know. No one believes in us. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Oh. Shut up. You were four point favorites in a football game. You can't be, like, you're not an underdog unless you're an underdog, underdog. right? So I guess this week he can cry that they're the underdogs. They are an underdog. Bitch about it. Yes. They actually are. Three point, three point yeah. underdogs. They're losing. This is it. They're going to lose this week. With you, buddy. And if they don't, they'll lose in the Super Bowl. So I'm not. I'm not. What I think the X. Them. Mike, the X factor. KC's defensive line, D Ford, and whatever. Brady, you know what? That's the thing. You can mock the KC uh, secondary. Their front four. They got. Uh, they they get they get the quarterbacks. Talk to Andrew Luck. Brady might league. be in big trouble. Yeah. Led the league in sacks. Hit Andrew Luck a whole bunch of times and sacked him three times for a team that allowed the least amount of sacks. So I absolutely think that's the way to it. Gabe and I talked about it yesterday. They can get to him without a blitz, which is the real key. And and Belichick and Nick Saban on the college side play the worthy underdogs all the time, even when they're favored by multiple touchdowns. I know. <laughs> Mike blew it. Annoying. Right, this time. Take care, Mike. Mike time. Yeah, this is it. All right. All right See you, Mike. Take care. Have a good one.
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Condolences to the Stottlemyre uh, baseball family. Yep. Legendary uh, pitching coach and pitcher for that matter. Longtime Yankee. Uh, but when you think of like pitching coaches, Mel Stottlemyre, <laughs> one first guy that comes to Best mind. Best in the business, Morency. And what about uh, yeah. Todd, Stott- Todd Stottlemyre in my backyard here? You know? Yeah, Todd like Stottlemyre, that's right. Uh, Mel Stottlemyre Jr. is actually the Miami Marlins uh, pitching yep. coach. So. Uh, Mel Stoudemire passed away at age 77 uh, years old. Five-time All-Star, actually, as a pitcher, man. Uh, going back, I know baseball history pretty good, but uh, you know his, his success was before my day. Um, uh, successfully um, pitching coach to a Doc Gooden, Ron Darling, Sid Fernandez, Andy Pettit, Roger Clemens, among uh, many, 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 many more. So uh, rest in peace to, uh, to Mel Stoudemire. So Major League Baseball is uh, rapidly approaching. It's around, around the corner. It sure I is. I want to look it up. How many, uh, how many days till pitchers and catchers report? Pretty soon. I would, got a little, we're talking right now. January 14th. So days to, It's always uh, earlier and earlier. Because now it yeah. used to be they all showed up at once, but now they start it's to fill early. in earlier. They get yeah. guys that are hardcore, right? So they show up to work out 10 days before everyone else gets there. And... You know, so you're, you're going to see, like I saw Trevor Bauer was in a clubhouse the other day already. He was already there. I mean, got to like Trevor like Bauer. It's... I got to tell you something, Ranchi, and, and I'll give you credit, too. And we were on this. Like, He's a douchebag. talking He's about, picture. yeah, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, it's personality. Who cares? We're not friends with the guy, so it doesn't really matter. But he seems to be getting better. And I told Galena on the other show, because we were talking a little bit of baseball during our football show, too, that, I say, you know what? Because they're talking about the Yankees and another arm or whatever. Kluber's great during the regular season, but come postseason time, no thanks. His numbers in the postseason never wins big games. February twelfth, so less than a month. February twelfth, twenty-eight days, six hours, thirty-five minutes, and thirty seconds. You got your countdown clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, countdown clock. <laughs> 28 days, 6 hours, 35 minutes, and uh, 20 seconds. So and nice, that's, that's nice. how long till, till baseball season's around the corner. And, uh, God, we'll have to add uh, Major League Baseball DFS back. Oh, yeah, the, the D- I, <laughs> I might ask the gas hockey. That's a lot of DFS, buddy. <laughs> and baseball uh, lineups? Ooh, yeah, you can tough. stick. You can, you can stick to hockey if you want. I'll do some baseball. But we'll do both. We'll do both. It it, it'll be uh, life will be, be easier fun. with the daily roto optimizer. D- 
Damn right, Marenzi. Good call. And speaking of that, the DailyRoto.com partnership with Data Golf back for 2019 with the all-new premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Hey, guys, check out all the new lineup optimizer with custom settings and advanced groupings, customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities and simulator, outright winner and top 20 market betting tools, head-to-head and three-ball betting tools, PGA Pro Tip, subscriber chat, and a whole lot more. Go to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, choose golf and enter the promo code golf 19 for a special 10 percent discount that's dailyroto.com click on go premium click on golf and enter the promo code golf 19 for a 10 percent discount marenzi and we did pretty good with our golf package i actually had putnam who came second to the tournament kuchar won the tournament we had him the problem is though when you want to win the big money you got to have a perfect team that's the way it goes you got to have guys make the cut and when you take a flyer on a couple of guys, they got to make that damn cut, Marenzi. But a lot of positives this week, and we'll have uh, more golf lineups later in the week uh, as uh, the European Tour and PGA get in the full swing. I won. Uh, I won twenty-one dollars yesterday on the um, on the Saints Eagles game on DraftKings. I only put three bucks in too, so I actually had a pretty Not good bad. lineup. Yeah, you only. I put three in. I would have played multiple lineups, uh, but. Um, Hey, I was leaving the studio. I ba- I basically got it in like at the last second. Um, last week, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, China went to the moon, or at least they they said they went to the moon, did, the did, dark side did, of the moon. Did they? <laughs> so like, the whole deal is, well, everyone keeps yeah talking about going to the moon all the time. So I don't know. I find it interesting. It was such a big deal that China went to the dark side. Of the moon, I guess the first time anyone went to the dark side of the moon, Pink Pink Floyd style. Yes, yes. Yeah. Now there are reports, though, here, and I don't know. Looking at these pictures here, and I have a hard time uh, believing. Hard time disagreeing. (laughs) Chinese landing on dark side of the moon was actually fake. Earlier this month, China made history by landing a rover on the dark side of the moon for the first time. Well, China's National Space Administration posted several photos of video landing. Conspiracy theorists aren't convinced. Uh, now, one conspiracy theorist claims he has proof and evidence the moon landing was fake. Scott Waring, who runs UFO Sightings Daily, believes he spotted a stage prop in line with a photo. And it, 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 it's, it's, it's weird. Look, I'll tweet it out, Cam. Yeah, I'd like to take a look at this. And by the way, too, Marenzi, I'd like to I know what that moon. line is. What What's that line? Yeah. It's like there's, there's like chalk. It's like a sideline or something on the moon. I'd like to know what that is. Interesting. What's the explanation? Got another question? Why do is everyone trying to go back to the moon? What's the moon doing for us? Don't we want to go somewhere else and like experiment uh, with other places in orbit? Like, what's what's the big deal with the moon? I don't know. There's other I planets they want out to put there. Some missiles up there so they can kill us. It's <laughs> <one of> time. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Excellent answer. Yeah, space. Yeah, space is all about space missiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space knows what's up there. Who knows what's up there, dude? (laughs) But anyway, what about Mars? Where where else are we going here? Yeah, send this out. I want to take a look at this stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's like a. Sounds fake. I tweeted it out. Okay, what are your Twitter? Sports rage. Sports rage. Okay, here it is. Let's take a look here. Yeah, sports rage. Chinese man. Yeah, that does look fake. It looks superimposed. What is this, like a Zamboni there? <laughs> yeah, but click, click the story in the picture. Yeah, let's take a look. Yeah, what's that, like, white line in front there, the guy's Yeah. Okay, 
Hold on here. Let's take a look. And look at the other, the color shot. Yeah, it's a great point. Like, that line's too perfect. Absolutely correct, Morency. That looks like, yeah, that's that line. Like, there's no line like that. Look at, look at the rest of the terrain and surface, okay? If you look at the top right, there's a couple rocks with one, you know, brighter rock. They're all, there's nothing perpendicular there. Then you go to the side. It's the exact same thing. That is like a heavy, heavy, perfectly, like, it's it, it's a it's a perfect line. Like we can throw darts behind that line. It's like a barrier right there. That's definitely something something fishy's going on there. I'm with you. Fake. Yeah. I'm oh, calling fake. Yep. I don't just know. saying. Yeah. It looks. To be honest, bad. I don't care. I really don't give a shit either. To be honest, <laughs> China wants the but, fake moon landings. Go ahead and fake moon landings. I don't care. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I couldn't care like, less. About the even if you made it, I don't really care either. Yeah, like, good for you. Yeah, yeah, excellent. What's that sure, do like, for us? Whatever China's doing up there, it's not like to help you or me. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not going to help us with our DFS lineup. That's what Ricky Sanders yeah. and uh, the Roto guys are for, buddy. Let's see. You know. Yeah, yeah, good no, point. I couldn't care about the Chinese landing. It does nothing for our lives. Nothing. All right, so um, I've got a lot of people are retweeting this, people like this. Uh Oh, uh, Jesse, actually, you know what? We never got to this. Major League Baseball win totals were released. Oh, uh, late boy. Last week. And uh, Jesse has just fired it off. Thoughts on the White Sox winning uh, 74 and a half games. <laughs> it's a lot of games. It's getting up there, isn't it? Sure is. I liked it better last year. It's almost, right now, it's a gamble that you take, you take the White Sox to win 74 and a half or more that... Um, they get Manny Machado. That's the key, right? And I think they will. It seems like they are, to be honest. I mean, they offered him an eight-year contract of massive money. It's the longest deal that anyone's offered him. They're, they're offering him the most money as well. They signed his brother-in-law. They just signed John Jay. They've done everything possible to get Machado. And other teams aren't lining up for Machado. They either think he's a head case or he's, you know, he's going to cause problems. Not problems, but, you know, like, you know, he doesn't run out ground balls and stuff. No, that's uh, a problem. Dirty, and that's not cool. The, that's yeah, not cool. The, that won't the fly in New play, York. No, exactly. It wouldn't fly at Yankee Stadium. The the dirty plays in the World Series and in the playoffs, you know, he and the fact that he wants so much money and such a big deal, it sort of um, it eliminates a lot of potential suitors. So the White Sox are one of them, and I think it's going to happen. I personally think he is going to be a White Sox. Well, can his buddy's there. 74 and a half games if he's there. I think Yonder Alonso. Yonder Alonso's there, and he's the one That's guy who's going to go to Chicago. Yeah, so they could probably get along. He, they can keep an eye, he can keep an eye on him. 74 and a half. I'm not going to make the, 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 the total yet, Gabe. It's ambitious, but there are a few good things going in their direction. It is a weak division. Uh, I think I think you can get better at that division pretty quickly. Kansas City, they're not the like what's their projected win total? Sixty nine. They're not the same old team anymore. They're bad. Um, Cleveland, obviously, they're going to run away with things. Cleveland's on a decline. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, what's their? Let's take a look at Cleveland's win total. So ninety one and a half, and look at the rest. Houston is the top. 97 and a half. Yankees ninety six and a half. Boston, interesting after their year ninety five and a half. Dodgers ninety five, yeah, and the Indians are in One the, thing the six, is, six hole there. Interesting. These win totals have come out earlier than ever this year, and there's still too much unknown. Like the teams aren't built yet. For sure. 
Like the Los Angeles Dodgers traded away Puig, Camp. They didn't do that just for the sake of doing it. There's like a second wave of players coming in here. <laughs> Definitely. But it's taken forever. I mean, we've been hearing we've been hearing Kluber and Carrasco to the Dodgers that they might get both of them type thing. That the Dodgers wow. are trying to just pluck Cleveland's staff. And Cleveland's willing to do it. Like, they want to trade Corey Kluber. You, you said you were talking about his postseason failures. Seems like Kluber, every year, he gets worse as the year goes on. His arm gets tired. And it does. Then you got Carrasco. I don't think they're going to trade Bauer um, right now because he doesn't make as much money. So it looks like Cleveland's a little bit on a decline right now. Detroit are head cases. Have you I would seen go the under wins the 91 and a half for Cleveland. Yeah, I, I kind of I think I'm reading your mail there too. It's a lot of lean, wins. Lean over White Sox. So we'll take a look because I think they are going to be a better team. They also I have like a lot to of buy low. Give me over yeah. in the Baltimore Orioles, 59 and a half. That's that's the one I was looking at. How the come on? The 60 Baltimore wins. Orioles. They can lose a hundred. They can lose 103 games and we'll win our bet. Well, buddy, this was my strategy with the White Sox that time. 102 you know? games. 102 was, games, sorry. What was the White Sox? Was it 64 and a half? And they won, like, I remember, yeah. I, I think I lost by, like, one game or something. Like, I think they won 62 or 63. But whatever the hell it was, went on. they sure did. They almost, I thought they were going to hit the over when they got hot. Uh, but, yeah, Baltimore? 59. I've never seen one under 60, man. That's crazy. Like, even those bad Padres teams, 62 and a half. 60, like 59 for Baltimore, Gabe. Nuts, yeah. That division, too, though, Yankees, Red Sox. Uh, they might beat the Blue Jays a few times in the race. 59? Oh, my God. That is but <laughs> go, go for it, Gabe. <laughs> 50, yeah, I don't, 59. Uh, I don't do they know. Have, do they, they have any, they're bad. They have any players? They're, they're ho- Gabe, they're horrible. Like, they're they, 59? Like, I'm starting to think, mm, that division, like, they lose – Every single time to those other teams, even the Jays are going to be, they're 76 and a half compared to 59, 17.5 wins better. Look at the Rays. What are the Rays at? 80, probably 85, 85 and a half. Yeah, that makes sense. The and Rays Boston didn't suck the Yankees, last year either. They got some good young players. They do. Oh, yeah. It smells like, uh, smells like a victory. They got good pitching there. 96 and a half, 95 and a half. Yankees. The Yankees are 96 and a half. The Red Sox are 95 and a half. Where are the wins coming from? Yeah, Baltimore, hence 59. I wouldn't even guarantee they're going to win 60 games. That's crazy, but they're that bad. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. We're going to have Trey Mancini on morning after later in the week. Nice. I like Michelle, Trey Mancini, actually. Michelle Serpico is going to Trey Mancini's uh, housewarming party in Nashville. Wow. Um, she knows everybody. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she's missing a couple of shows, so we told her, well, you better at least have him call in. She said, oh, yeah, he said he'll, you know, we're going to get him on. So, Trey Mancini, uh, Cedric Mullins, and Dylan Bundy. (laughs) That's like the nucleus of the team. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I used Uh, Dylan Bundy for my DFS at the time. Remember that time? That was probably the best thing. I'm like, game, go with Dylan Bundy tonight. He gave up 10 runs in the first inning on my train ride back from Morency Studios. I'm like, great pick. <laughs> and then Let's other times the guy will actually pitch his ass off. <laughs> crazy. Julio, the White Sox, Chicago. What's up, Julio? Julio, big card, Julio. Yeah, big card. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm turning into little card, Julio. Now, Gabe, I'm trying to, I'm trying to become a winner here. And you're what's well, a lighter night tonight? Games. Light it's night tonight. tonight. Very much so, but you, uh, I appreciate you and Gam's uh, Cam's intervention last Friday here on Game Time Decisions. Yeah, we all need yeah, an no, intervention, Julio. 
Well, listen, I do it too. We still we, we're all guilty of it. So as yeah, a group group therapy more than anything. But like I said, I pre- you know, you want to get the thrill of uh, this game and that game. You want to leave it on the table. But it's a better thrill at the end of the night when you actually have more money in the account than less money in the account. That's the bigger thrill. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. This weekend this weekend was good except for those stupid uh, Indianapolis Colts and San Diego Chargers. But that's, yeah. uh, we, we won't talk about that. Uh, I'm looking at the card tonight, and there's not like, college basketball. I really don't like much. I am taking Kansas, Texas over 136. Uh, the Jayhawks average 78 points a game. Longhorns at around 71, Kansas 9-7, and seven, over-under record this year, nine wins to the over. Uh, yeah, I think I've been on all seven. Every time it's gone <laughs> under, I think I've been on it and I've had the over. Like I swear, like I've told myself no more Jayhawk totals, but no. I, I saw that. It looks pretty low, too. Yeah, I like it a lot. Point I mean, it looks a little low as well. Jayhawks average around 81 points at Allen Fieldhouse this year. The Longhorns average around 71 points on the road. So, I mean, if, if they hit their average, we get the easy over tonight. So I'm playing that, uh, just playing the total, not, not doing sides. And I'm jumping on this hockey first period over train again. It helped me this weekend. Uh, I was late to the party, but the party's still going, guys. It just tapped another keg. So come join us if you're a listener. I'm doing Hawks, New Jersey tonight, over one and a half goals. Uh, the Blackhawks, again, at around an 80% clip first period overs this year. New Jersey at around 61%. So uh, I'm taking that. I'm not doing Leafs in Avalanche tonight. That's near minus 190. No thanks. Too much juice for me. A lot of pulp in that juice up in uh, Toronto. So I'm staying away from that. Maybe I'll do uh, Buffalo and Edmonton on the uh, first period overs tonight. Cam, I wanted to get your thoughts on some of these, some of these hockey games. Uh, Minnesota worth looking into Washington worth looking into at minus 160. And what about those Buffalo Sabres on the road tonight? Your thoughts, Cam? I think it's a really tough board, Julio. Um, Chicago's been good in regulation as a dog, but it's unbelievable. Every time they like put the game into overtime, they'll lose in a, a shootout or, or, or in overtime. New Jersey shouldn't be minus 154 over the Blackhawks tonight. I think that's crazy. And I hate to say it, uh, I would actually look at, yeah, I think, I, I think Edmonton, though, they're going to beat Buffalo tonight after a heartbreaking loss over the weekend. But the hockey board's real tough. I don't love it. These are small plays tonight. Avalanche are struggling too. Maybe a shot with the lead. We're, Anderson's back. We're gonna we're gonna go every game over every hockey game. Uh, Julio, always a pleasure, my man. We got some college basketball winners. We're gonna uh, throw out here too in a minute. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Texas Longhorns, Kansas Jayhawks tonight. Texas coming off uh, two straight losses. They had a four-game win streak going, uh, but they're coming off a six-point loss, 68-62 to Texas Tech. Uh, They lost 61-58 to Oklahoma State. Meanwhile, the Kansas Jayhawks are rolling. 
Uh, they did get pounded by Iowa State uh, last Saturday, I believe it was. Uh, they bounced back uh, with a 77-68 win against uh, TCU. And then a 73-68 win over Baylor. Now, if you look at the history of Texas and Kansas, uh, Kansas won last year 80-70, to 92-86, Holy crap. They've beaten them nine straight times, actually, Cam. <laughs> yes. Yikes. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, it's I hate these money line parlays, but they're better in college than, than in the NBA. So. Yes, yes, they are. I'd be very careful, Gabe. I know that other game goes off at 630 just on covers. It looks like 71% on Nebraska and Indiana. Or on Indiana. Yeah, 71% of the public. It's like big, big public. Public's all never Indiana. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> No, they're never wrong. They're never wrong. The Actually, I had a really good uh, we I had a really good weekend in uh, college basketball. One game that I went on, I took Oklahoma State, and they they were seven point dogs. They beat West Virginia outright. West Virginia is fraudulent. That team, remember, they lost to Buffalo early on in the year. They're not very good. Uh, tonight, I'm actually looking at Pitt. Um, I know Florida State, as we talked about, they're going to be a popular play tonight. They almost beat Duke. It took a a buzzer beater for for the Seminoles to lose that game to Duke. They were at home getting seven points. I actually was on Florida State with the spread, Gabe, but I'm going to go the other way tonight. I'm going to take the Pitt Panthers uh, to cover five or five and a half points in this uh, yeah. basketball game tonight. I think I think the people are just going to automatically bet Florida State because of that performance. Big difference from being in Tallahassee, now going into Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's 9-2 and two at home, too. They're an 11-5 team. They're not a joke. So I think this is going to be a flat spot for Florida State. Let's hope that I'm right. Took a, Went chomping with the Beavers last night, too. Actually, college basketball was great. Just wish uh, some of the NFL went a little bit better with a couple <laughs> games, but uh, yeah, you, you know how it goes. Yeah, that Chargers, that two-point conversion would have been real sweet, buddy, but we, as you uh, say, Marantz, it's your line. We can't live in the past, buddy. New board, new sky. Yeah, today, we'll see what happens, but guys, if you're betting Indiana, Nebraska, tips off at 6.30. That's what they do now. They have these 6.30 starts. So Nebraska are 12-4 and four on the season. Uh, they're 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. Um, you look at Indiana, twelve and four on the year, so they both have the same identical record. Yet this game um, is in Bloomington. Um, this game's in Indiana, and the Indiana Hoosiers are ten and zero on their home court. Meanwhile, Nebraska just one and three on the road. Yeah, it almost feels like it's a trap, though, doesn't it? In the sense that why is it only two? It's like Indiana should be like That's four the thing. point favorites in this game or something. But I'm going to money line like it. it. I'm taking the Hoosiers. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually looking at Nebraska. Duke. I'm done messing with Duke. Like, you know, their, their point spreads are too high, but they seem to cover by like a half a point a lot. One thing I've noticed with Duke is they're slow starters. Like, Duke often, the game will often be tied, or like Duke will be up by five at the half as big favorites, and they lull you in to think you got a chance to cover. I remember two Saturdays ago uh, against Clemson, um, they were like 18-point favorites or something against Clemson. The game was tight, man. It was like 36-36. Duke might have been up 39-36 at the half type thing. Duke ended up winning by 27. Remember my bet last week with Wake Forest plus 21 and a half. Wake Forest, same thing, dude. They were tied like all first half. Duke scored a couple of points. I knew I was in trouble. I think they were up by six at the half. It was like 38-32. Ended up winning the game by 22. Duke have been a good second half bet team this year. They are, and... They're going to be really angry, like, despite winning that game against Florida State, Morency, Coach K is livid. Like, you know what I mean? That's a game, like, you know what I mean? They, he, he expects perfection, 
FSU brought them to the wire. They're very, very Syracuse. sloppy in that game. Syracuse watching. aren't that good yeah. this year either. They're they're an and uh, yeah, good. that's the thing. Syracuse, you're all right. You you know, Syracuse are okay, but I can see Duke like really, really wanting to throttle these guys at Cameron. Uh, they might win this game by like thirty points. So I'd be very, very careful. Syracuse plays plays Duke tough in the past, but this is a different Duke team. Uh, you saying something to us, Yang? I think he said Hazer's a uh, Hazer. Yeah. Oh, Hazer. All Hazer? right. Yeah, your boy Hazer. <laughs> Yang uh, Yang is like, since he's now the dean of the university, he speaks more distinguished. He's like, uh, he's yeah. not, not as loud. Yeah, you got you to yeah. jump in there. Yo, we got Hazer. It was sort of hurt. I couldn't tell it. There you go. See, that's that perfect. I yeah, couldn't tell yeah, if you were yeah. just coughing or, you know, breathing. <laughs> I, I was unsure. Um so yeah, we, college basketball, good, uh, you know, I like it. Uh, time to start betting more college basketball right now. I like where you're going with this pick game. I know because I bet against Pitt last week uh, with Louisville. And uh, Pitt are a very scrappy team, man. They were really bad yes. for a couple of years. They, they were really good. They, they were. just got terrible overnight. And now they seem to be building back a little bit. 11-5, and 9-2 on their home court. Uh, seven and two against the spread in their last nine games, and good call by you, FSU, going into the cold here, into the snowy Midwest. Kids aren't going to be happy. It's a big trip, actually, like Florida to Pittsburgh. It's a I'm, weird matchup. I'm going to mean like Florida. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Gabe. I know they're not playing outside, on but it just no. It lulls them in. Pit, it's dark. It's cold. Like you're playing an angry sort of Midwest team. I think it's a tough matchup. It's nine like and two here. at home. They already have ACC wins over Louisville. Like you know what I mean? Like that. that yeah, we talk about it. I think this is you know this. These guys are looking for a signature win. It comes tonight. I'm taking Pitt plus five and a half. Gabe, I'm taking them on the money line at plus one seventy five too. I'm in. Ooh, I'm going for. I'm take. I'm taking a dip, a deep dip with Pitt. Cam, Cam feeling bold. Um, all right, bold. so we got Varlamov. Is it Varlamov versus Anderson? Uh, yeah, Anderson's Toronto Maple Leafs, big big favorites. Just thirteen and nine. Yeah. At home this year, the Toronto Maple Leafs twenty-eight and fourteen yeah. overall, just thirteen and nine at home. A lot of injuries, a lot of Leafs games. are road warriors. Games was, yeah, they are road warriors, and the way they they, they they love playing the Devils on the road, that's for sure. Remember game with some of those games. Though, Hutch- Hutch- oh, the Avs? These guys didn't score a goal against the Montreal Canadiens. Like, what are they doing right now? Like, honestly, you want to talk about a bad hockey team? I'm a little bit worried though because. Like, shit's hitting the fan with uh, Colorado now. Like, they're bad. They're on a bad, bad, bad streak. They didn't two. score a goal. Yeah. They're horrible. Like, and, and Anderson comes back. The question is, is, is Anderson going to be rusty? Sparks and Hutchison played a lot of games. He's He wasn't out for a couple games. He was out for a long period of time, Marenzi. Very interesting. Both teams, the Leafs not playing their best hockey, and Colorado's ice cold. Something has to give tonight. Total six and a half. All right, we'll bring in uh, Hainzer here, and then we'll get back to Hainzer, the yeah. Hainzer in Toronto. What's up, Hainzer? Uh, Hainzer here. Yeah, I like Hainzer. Hainzer. Well, it's a good nickname. Hainzer's good. good, actually. You are you are. Yeah, I like Hainzer. Hainzer. You're Hainzer. Hainzer. Makes, yeah, Hainzer. It's not like it doesn't Sounds make good. sense. Yeah, it's a winner. Uh, either of you guys checked in Feinberg yet? Nah, no, he's a, a grown uh, man. Yeah, He, he said his kid okay. dies. Okay. Yeah, he said his kid said, uh, he asked, hey, honey, are the Chargers going to win? And she said no, but he didn't listen to his child. So next time he will, I guess. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Looking the young yeah, people. Little, little, kid, 
His little kid told him the Patriots are going to win, but well, uh, she's you know, probably you know jealous because he loves he loves the team more than her. <laughs> the daughter, the daughter probably secretly hates the Chargers. I know, so right. She's gonna end up on why a psychiatrist's couch. Why can't you end up on a psychiatrist's couch down the years? <laughs> Excellent response, Marenzi. Excellent. Wow, that was good, Gabe. It's true. It's so true. That was very good. Um, what's uh, what do you like tonight, Hazer? Hazer, uh, well, a couple of things. First of all, um, the garage sale going on in Edmonton. I'm hope I'm hoping Kyle Dubas is on the line. He's going to be like first in line. Like you know when they put up the uh, the uh, flyers for garage sales, they say it starts at ten. You got to be there at eight a.m. I hope Kyle Dubas is already on the phone, just pillaging. It's true, man. Like, I, I, I was looking at Edmonton tonight, and then I started to think, why? Like, it's a train wreck right now. Like, without McDavid, too, they'd be the worst team in the NHL. They're very close to the worst team. They're horrible. Other than Nurse and McDavid, like, they got guys in this league, game. Like, Lucic looks like he's skating with cement blocks in there. Like, the guys they pay money to, it's just, it's horrid. Like, it's just, it's a train wreck. This team has had so many first-round picks, and they're awful. They're, they're just awful. It sucks. I feel bad for their fan base. Maybe we should take Buffalo tonight, Hanser. Listen, basically for your American listeners, the analogy is the uh, the Edmonton Oilers are the Anaheim Angels of Major League Baseball, right? You got the best player, Mike hey, Trout worse. is. Well, Mike Trout served like McDavid, and he got nothing around the guy. There's they're payrolled out; they can't do anything. It's really pathetic. It's bad. And you want to lay it down tonight, on buddy? Pardon me? No, he likes the. No, he does. He likes the fire sale. He wants them to get rid of all the players, so they come to no, the no, I you. think that's what I think I that's what Hazer's saying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no not me, Gabe. The Oilers. No, you. No, you got me out of no, my. No, 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 no. About taking the Sabers game. Yeah, I'm glad you. No, not at all, Marenzi. Yeah, no, we're not taking those. I want to go there with like Connor Brown and all these other guys. We'll take their first round picks, and then when they suck, then we'll really be in business, like the Boston Celtics when they got the lawyer picks off the Nets. Well, I tell you, it's, yeah. it's, I think it's time the Flyers just start gritty in, in between the pipes. I mean, they're one Might seven as well. two in their last ten games. Carter, at this point. Carter Hart or gritty, like you know, like you know what? Go. Carter Hart starts tonight. We always talk about generational players. Gritty's a generational mascot. He's he really the is. MVP of the Flyers this year. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. He's he's the one that's going to be remembered the most. <laughs> It's pathetic, actually. I used to, like, I'm down with Gritty and his fun looks and stuff like that, but when your mascot is, like, the, the guy, like, it's just, it's out of control in Philadelphia. That's a, it's a gong show there. That's another organization. Blow it up. All your veteran players, Voracek hates everybody. Like, that, that dressing room, it's a cancer, man. They got to get rid, they got to get rid of a lot of guys there. It's a real problem. Both Buffalo and Edmonton uh, both struggling right now. Buffalo 3-6-1 and one in their last 10 games. Edmonton just 3-7 yep. in their last 10 um, Bruins and Canadians, interesting game tonight. Uh, yeah, Rivalry I want to take Montreal. Just can't. Just can't. Boston is just one of those teams Pass. they find ways. Pass. Pass. I agree yeah. with Hazer. I like, I like the St. Louis Blues Capitals game a lot because uh, they have old Jake Allen in that again, and the Blues can win, but only when they have the young kid Bennington they brought up. When Bennington's not playing, the Blues are a total mess. I'm That's a great the point, Hazer. I'm taking the Great caps point. on the puck line, minus one and a half, so we can get plus 170, and uh, we're rolling with that. 
know what? Gabe Bowles. Hazer's on to something, too. Hazer's on to something. Pennington was uh, in net when they beat the Capitals in that game. I remember we said that was a trap spot. We were right. The Blues beat them. Washington has a lot in their uh, in their favor. Horrible performances over the weekend and a revenge spot. The Blues beat them 5-2. to two. Revenge. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat St. Louis 5-2. to two. I like the pick, Hazer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, uh, I'm looking at this hockey card. Nothing's just jumping off at me here. Yeah, Washington's jumping out. I like where Hazer's go. I like Hazer's pick a lot, actually. Minus That's on my six right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's picking the red nice too. too, right? Yeah, Hazer likes him. He's see, Hazer's got balls. Yeah, like, pit. like you're telling me with the balls pick, he likes the minus one and a half plus one seventy. Absolutely, balls. yes, yes. At all, uh, I like the empty net goals, blowouts, fifty six. Yes, exactly. Just win the day. Also, uh, right? let's give a shot to uh, Devils Blackhawks over. I guess just for some extra action, some extra fun, small play over sticks. The first period over keep hitting these Blackhawk games. I like their goalie Delia though. I like that kid. He's the, the leaf show. Campbell, oh, there's no reason. Oh, is Campbell no if Cam Ward starts? Is Cam Ward starting tonight? I'm I'm smashing the over in that game if he is. Yeah, I think it's Cam Ward, Kevin Kincaid. Yeah, it's all, no, it's Hazard. No, it's right, Blackwood. Right. It's Blackwood. Oh, oh, Blackwood. Blackwood. Oh, 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 Blackwood's oh, good. Oh, watch Blackwood's out, good. Changing the play. <laughs> Wow, you're real locks you got here, Hanser. Yeah, I like Hanser's picks. Could change no, the play like just like that. <laughs> He's right though. Blackwood's so much like Blackwood's New Jersey's best goalie, hands down. It's He's got a fun, nine four seven save percentage. This guy's wicked. Yeah, been good. Kincaid, not so much. Blackwood. One other play Blackwood. before I go. Uh, <laughs> Portland Trailblazers money line. They're a superior team. The Sacramento Kings, even though it's in Sac Town, uh, they'll get it done. And uh, you guys keep it up. Listen, bye. Good stuff. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. Get a call in later in the week for your NFL predictions. I like uh, that. Yeah, Ricky Sanders should be on, on the radar. He's been joining us Monday since the football's ended, right? So we'll talk some DFS, a little NBA. We'll talk a little NFL recap uh, with uh, Ricky as well. Uh, Richard Garner's in a meeting, but I'm going to fire him off a text. Come. We'll see when he's going to get out of his meeting. Sure, yeah. He, if he doesn't come on today, guy. we'll get him tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, That's no, he should, he, should to, uh, yeah. he should be able to come on. He called me. Earlier in the day, oh. I thought something happened bad or something. I was like, why is he oh. calling me? So I answered, and yep. I told him. I said, listen. He started talking to me about football. I told him, listen, I, I don't uh, – I had to go. So I said, just call uh, call me back later, and we'll just do it on the air with Cam. Oh, All nice. right, cool. But he's got a meeting at 530, but he said he should be out by about 6 or so. So we'll talk to Ricky Sanders. I'll fire off uh, Garner a text. And uh, either way, yeah, man, if, we've got a lot of stuff to get not, through next time. We've got to get to our best bets, DFS, everything. You, you said it, buddy, and then uh, we got uh, him, and maybe we can do Garner and Kurtz. Lots of rage tomorrow if it doesn't work today, right, Morency? There's always, right. A, always a plan B. Always That's a plan right. B. Kurtz uh, gave me some love. I bet on the Islanders over Tampa Bay last night. He told me I was crazy. Ooh. They're up 3 nothing before it started. Great spot. That's the thing about sports gambling now. Nice bet. You could throw, like, we talk about Morency, I make bad ones too, but the thing is now, the, I look at spots and spots. You could go, oh, this team and this team and this team. You look when a team's on a road trip over a long time and squeak out a, a squeak out a win against Buffalo, who played like junk, and the Islanders at home coming off a loss to the Rangers. That's a good spot, you know. Minus two hundred, they can't get it done against a garbage Ranger team. That's when the, that's when I'm taking them. I got we got to find those spots. That's uh, that's the way I'm going to be betting a lot. Just look look for spots all day, all night. Look for the spot. Yeah, the spots. Sometimes uh, they're hard to find, but uh, you know. I see a lot of games tonight. 
It's not like it's uh, – I said yeah. it's a light night with Julio before, but I meant light night in college basketball or lighter night in college basketball. But it's actually a full slate of hockey games. As we're talking about Colorado and Toronto, yeah. we talked about it. Uh, Minnesota's in Philadelphia. Philadelphia just continues to struggle. Minnesota are uh, road favorites in this game. Uh, Carter Hart starting for Philadelphia between the pipes tonight. Doobie uh, going for um, going Ooh. for the Wild. Uh, they're five, four, and one in their last ten games. Eleven and eleven on the road. Uh, Philadelphia in a free fall, one seven and two. We talked about a St. Louis Washington game. Chicago at uh, the Prudential Center in Newark. Devils minus one fifty six. Uh, Cam Ward takes on Blackwood uh, between the pipes. A big rivalry. Montreal Canadiens, Boston Bruins. Bruins minus one eighty. Um, you know, these two, Boston have won two straight, but they're always close games and these teams play, Cam. I, you throw yeah, the records out with these guys. Excellent point, Marenzi. I'm actually really, really want to take Montreal. It's just tough. It's They'll very tough to back one. them. That's the thing. They'll lose, yeah, maybe a regulation play with no juice, but there's other games. You going to take Edmonton tonight? No, I'm taking Buffalo. I totally opposite. Are, huh? Opposite. All right. Buffalo. I'm going to pass on the hockey card. We'll hit the NBA, college basketball, DFS, and more.